My name is Kate and I'm the Curious Farmer. In 2012, my husband and I started Leap Farm. We apply ecological principles to try and benefit the environment while producing great tasting food. Our endeavour has led to more questions. So join me as I get all the dirt straight from the farmers, chefs, scientists and people who love to eat good food about how we can make informed decisions about the best ways to grow, shop and eat food with our health and the health of our planet in mind. Welcome to this bonus episode of The Curious Farmer. In episode 6, I spoke with Helen Whitaker about her tiny farm, also known as Veggie Patch. You may recall from that episode that Helen has been growing food for 10 years and has gradually refined her techniques that she so generously shared with us. In stark contrast in this bonus episode, I chat to Mark Scanlon, better known to his mates as Pie Boy. Mark is right at the start of his journey into Veggie Patchdom. He gives us a brief insight into how and why he has started this journey and reminds us why it's worth the effort. It's a fun little interview that makes me laugh with a few little pearls along the way. But warning, there are a couple of words that you may not want little ears to hear. But given it was recorded with a four-year-old in tow, they're not too bad. My name is Mark Scanlon. <laughs> What's, your... What's your name? Indigo May Scanlon. And how old are you, Indy? Three. And how old are you, Mark? Twenty-seven. And I'm, <laughs> I'm four. You're four now. It was your birthday not long ago, wasn't it? So, Mark, what do you do for work? Uh, I work as an engineer or project manager in town. Yeah, so. And it takes you about forty-five minutes to get yep. to and from work. Yeah, yeah. And how many days a week are you working? Four now. And but full-time hours, so yep. just four long days. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much. And so you're working long hours, four days a week. Yep. You're um, you are a single dad in that. Uh, you you have Indy the three days that you're not at work? Yep, pretty much. And you're also a surfer? Yeah. When you're allowed to? Doesn't feel like it at the moment. No, it doesn't feel like <laughs> anything much at the moment. Um, and so how do you manage to fit in looking after a veggie patch as well as doing all these other mm. bits and pieces? Not not very well by the looks of those two. Yeah, hang on. It's, but you've just pulled everything out. So how much, how much food did you grow... And this year and managed well, to... Yeah, so this year I reckon it's our first year, isn't it? So we've been here for about two years. And, yeah, two years. And at least the first 18 months was all just repairing a very, what we'd call it, rustic old house. But, well, we are in the or, country. Or a heaper. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so we, we spent all our time doing that and didn't really get to start doing all the fun stuff in the garden. Um, now we're actually getting to the garden. So this... Summer, we, we did really well on the tomatoes and the zooks, as you saw, and cucumbers. I've never grown cucumbers before. Yeah, no, I, my cucumbers just didn't anything. Yeah. They're just, yeah, I think I've got one tiny little cucumber out of about well, you saw ours, 20 <laughs> attempts yeah. this season. We were killing it. Yeah. wonder that, why. Just natural <laughs> talent. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Um, <laughs> This is really the 
one of the first years where I've done a proper garden all by myself. Like my growing up with my folks, being awesome gardeners, but you know what it's like until you start doing it actually yourself and you're responsible for everything. Like you start kind of noticing. So, what were there. some of the things that you found really challenging this season, other than the crappy weather that we had? Yeah, it did seem like it was really windy, didn't it? Like that. It was very. It was windy. really windy. Um, water, although. Since New Year's, there's been a heap of water. Yes. But this is our special best thing in the garden, I reckon, which is from Dave at um, Frog... Is it Frog Hollows? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, it's Cape Gooseberry. And, yeah, they're epic. And it just seems to always fruit as well, which is great. You've got... How many? Five? Five little rainwater tanks. Five rainwater tanks that you've... Did you cut them down or did you buy them like that? No, we cut them down. And then you've yeah. put um, some rubber over the top so that no one gets cut. Just That's a really good idea. Yeah. Have you not done that to your face? No. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly not. Um, and then how have you built up the soil? Because, I mean, it looks like... I just put heaps of shit in there. Um, sorry, is this, do you have to put in a... You heaps put heaps of, of manure. <laughs> So, actually, I was looking at this the other day and noticing how low that one is. And obviously, mm. this one went really well with the cucumbers and everything this year because I just think this has had more organic matter put in it, whereas that one looks really, like, anemic. Sad. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I just yeah. look at that little one and go, oh, that needs, like, another cubic metre of stuff in it to really get it. Is this kind of your first season that you've grown veggies in the backyard? Yeah, yeah. So, like I said, I've always... Help the folks in, in their veggie patches, but this is my first time here, and, and I've never been in like clay soil or anything too. Like I've always. So why did you go for raised veggie patch beds? Just because when we started it, it hadn't rained for like summers, and it yeah. was just all rock hard clay, and we're like, oh, screw this, let's raise it up. And then you know we did some research about, oh, should we dig it out and import heaps of. Import heaps of soil. Soil, yeah. So this is your first foray into like a regenerative slash organic permaculture yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. approach so to I've a veggie never... patch. What have you learned? Um, well, I've I've learned that if you fertilise stuff, you've got to keep fertilising it. That's <laughs> a good point. Yeah. <laughs> so um, once you start down that pathway, it's hard to yeah. swap over. Yeah, that's my understanding. Because everyone becomes everyone... <laughs> I'm talking about the soil microbes as people. <laughs> Everything becomes so dependent on on the nitrogen and phosphate and potassium yeah. in that they can't get it from the soil or from the plant yeah. roots. And my so my old man's a pharmacist, so he comes from a chemistry. Oh, you just got to put all this in, you know. Let's put heaps of uh, whatever, all the all the additives like MPK and all that stuff. And um, yeah, like I said, that's. That's if you grow up with that. So that's kind of what you think is the only way to do it. Yeah. To start mucking around yourself. And so, how many hours a week would you spend on your veggie patch? I'd probably do a morning before work, one day a week, and then a Saturday morning. So, I don't know, two hours, two and a half hours. And how much food have you been able to produce? Heaps, so much. So. I've got probably, I don't know, nearly 10 litres of tomato sauce in my cupboard from mainly from 
my tomatoes or my mum, like we mum's got like a 10 times the size of this um and yeah just fresh i love i just love tomatoes like if, if there was one thing that i was going to grow yeah. just be tomatoes and basil um yeah so we probably ate tomatoes from christmas to a week ago and, and lots heaps of away them. and yeah and lots of them and cucumbers <coughs> and, and in yeah. terms of square meterage it wouldn't be more than 10 square meters that you've got under uh, cultivation yeah, yeah yeah exactly yeah so it's probably 10 by 10 but most of that's like grass in, in it but yeah one yeah be exactly about 10 square meters i reckon so you've got a cold compost in the and, middle of you oh what's this well actually you can tell me what i'm doing wrong oh it's a hot compost yeah. i was just going to talk about your cold compost well i don't know if i did the right thing but i so i just turned this i did this a week ago and i turned it yesterday for the first time mm-hmm. and i've um probably turned it a little early was it warm down the bottom it was warm, up the top not so much. Yeah, I yeah. would have left it another week, I reckon. Oh, so you leave it for two weeks before the first yeah, one? Yeah, I would. It's weird because some, some stuff I've read has been like three to five days and then other stuff's like once a week. I yeah. have a thermometer and yeah. I measure oh. the temperature and I watch it get up high and then I turn it if it's getting too high or I turn it when it starts yeah. to go down. It needs to be wet, really wet. Yeah, I noticed that when I turned it yesterday. Yeah, it dries like dry bits and stuff. And Do you reckon other... that's a big enough volume? Just? Mm, on the small side, huh? It's on the small side. It should be one by one by one. Yeah. But you can just one add one. more stuff on top. The other thing is um, that I've just recently learned is it needs to be a three to one ratio. So three green to two brown to one poo. Right. As in so three three parts nitrogen, so that's like your grass clippings or whatever, yep. or your weeds. Yeah. Two parts hay. Um yeah, and okay. then one part manure. And then yeah, lasagna. Okay. Then, yeah, it, I did then that. you just make it into lasagna. Yeah, so I've got that down. But that. wet it down. The other thing that you can do if from your firebox you've got ash and yeah. charcoal you can put that in as well and then you're cr- essentially creating biochar yeah okay so then that goes back in and it so it absorbs all the nutrients in your compost and then when you put that back into your your veggie patch beds it slowly acts as slow release uh, fertilizer yeah grew corn this year but oh how did that go my corn was hopeless the corn was going awesome until a week before harvest and the cows got out of the dairy <laughs> and oh. literally like there was like half a dozen cobs right up the top and the tassely bits were like brown right off and I was like oh yes next week I'm getting into that <laughs> and I got home and the cows had um escaped and I don't have good fencing here um yet and so they got in here pushed out oh, and I had a fence around here got into it and I've Got home, jumped out of my car, <laughs> saw them like run over, had my thongs on, kicked my thongs off to like ch- chase them out, stepped in like two massive cow. Unless it's just herbivore poo. <laughs> yeah. Think of it as nutrition for the garden. Yeah, exactly. Did they trample it or did they eat it? They ate it. Yeah, so it was Bastards. just this one. So I ate, ate, ate the corn. That was about it. They didn't get into much else. How, what are some of the biggest problems you've found with have, trying to grow fo- your own food? Water. Yeah. I just don't have my water set up yet. Yeah. So. What's your favourite produce and how do you best like to eat it? Oh, tomatoes and fresh on my homemade sourdough bread because I'm just awesome. Oh, you are such a catch. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I reckon a bit of salt and pepper. So 
any single ladies out there who are interested, you can email me at <laughs> and I'll give you his details. More than that. <laughs> it always is. If you enjoyed this and want to check out the photos of Mark's garden, head to the Leap Farm Instagram and Facebook pages for some of the photos. I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Curious Farmer. If you too have questions or any comments about this episode, please contact me at thecuriousfarmer at gmail.com. If you like this podcast, please share it with your friends and subscribe. If you can, rate and review it. It keeps me going and makes it easier for other people to find. Till next time. <laughs>